Yo, I, I got some theme music now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got like a, I got like a we full gospel choir going on, man. Yo, we back, we back at hey, it, man. Sports scenario time. We look yesterday. We couldn't do it. We time in sports, man. It's your boy Matt. Yeah, we. It's your boy Daryl, aka All Shows Matter, uh, aka he, he's gonna get one up, one of uh nine shows he's gonna get off for us this week. But we making it crack, man. It's good. Hey, 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 what's the word, man? It had to be like Christmas comes early for you yesterday. Man, yeah, that's why we couldn't do yesterday, man. I was uh, I was watching the game, man. Because and and I was gonna be able to do it if it was a normal game. I would have been able to get home on time and been able to watch it. But considering we saw one of the best World Cup finals of, I wouldn't say one of the best, the best World Cup final of all time. I mean, yeah, make it best of that. We got to talk about the best of all of them. But before we before we get into what we here to chop it up about, man, let's do a little housekeeping, man. Hey, shout out to everybody that's joining us live for this. We got it. We've been doing these on Sunday mornings, but you know, we had to switch it up a little bit just due to the uh, to the state of of how the Sunday got kicked off this week. Just insane. Had people drinking at nine o'clock, seven thirty in the morning, getting ready for the whole thing. Uh, you know, World Cup final went down. That was nuts. But, uh, but, yeah, so we're going to do it here tonight, Monday. Uh, you know, if you're checking us out live, you got it. If you're on YouTube, you know, hey, keep on rocking with us as we have uh, more and more programs come through, man. So tonight we gonna we got, you know, like we do, we're going to keep it doing the speed round. We got a couple of things here. As you can see by the title of the program, we got questions about Tristan Thompson. It's not the first time we've had questions about Tristan Thompson, but we got questions about him. We also had bring this Andre Carter situation up because I've had a lot of people going back and forth about is it right, is it wrong, like how's this going down? So we'll we'll, we'll get you hip to the Andre Carter situation. Um, I also got I also got a question about something that didn't make it onto the docket, but I got to bring it up. I got to figure out which one of y'all put a root on Coach Prime on his on his uh, on his uh, exit from Jackson State. Uh, that didn't quite go go the right way or go out very ceremoniously. And then uh, finally, man, we got to talk about the – actually, we we'll probably start with this. You know, World Cup final, uh, Argentina coming in. The stakes was up, man. Like, the whole thing was set up to be so dope. Like, from even inside of the game itself, if you follow soccer day in, day out, the entire time through, the whole way it was put together was dope. Messi's been chasing this World Cup for years on top of years on top of years. This is 20 years. 20 years. The, the, the <laughs> final – the final thing here, this is the grail that was like right there. Because correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like national pride means more in the World Cup of Soccer than it does in anything else. 100%. Like, yeah. it's a big damn deal. You know what I mean? So for, for him not to have that, it was like the last step to glory for him to be with the all-time, all-time guys out there. So you got that on one side. Then on the other side, you got France, the defending champions. You got Kylian Mbappe, who's you know mega mega star as well out there, and so you got these two huge superstars who are teammates. Yep. <laughs> <at> that <laughs> that are playing against each other. Even though I got some questions about that as well. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's teammates loosely. <laughs> yeah, it's like associates. It's like <laughs> it's like when people think that I know every cap of them. Like I don't know him, but it's cool. We're teammates, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's it right there. That yeah. Is Example, it's right like there. it's like yeah like we don't hang out but i mean yeah i mean i, I know him but you know i mean it's good yeah I, I don't know every everyone but yeah so it's like that you know so you got the the psg bowl going down out there but um <laughs> but but no in all seriousness man 
this World Cup, I don't know what it was, and I'm sure y'all are going to cover it at a much, much further depth and link on just kicking it. Yep, also yep. on the SLC Network, check it out. Get with us on that one. Um, if you got a love of soccer, if you picked up the bug while this World, World Cup been going on, they keep it going. Did. Keep it rocking. Yeah, We're going to keep going. it covered for you here. But in your opinion, man, this World Cup, it was, to me, and you're deeper into soccer than me. Soccer still is probably my fifth sport. But it's, <laughs> you're coming it's, around, though, man. You're coming it's around. Good. It's good. Fifth or sixth. You know what I mean? It's all good. Um, but it's um, this one felt different. Like It felt like people was in for it a lot different. Why was that? Why was it this time that people was deeper in for it? Um, I think it's a couple of different factors. I think one, and I hope they don't do it again, and I know they don't think about it, is doing another winter world cup. I think the fact no. that people were in the crib and like in the summer, it's kind of harder. You like, you could be like, well, I'm going to go to the, do a barbecue mm. old here. So everyone is more in tune to maybe sit, sit at the crib and watching something. You don't have as much to do. Well, it's wild though, because like, usually you've got like, most people have a sports bandwidth, right? And this mm -hmm. is a hot season for sports. You got college football, bowls, you got, College football, you know, championships was wrapping up. You, I mean, cha conference championships was wrapping up. You got the NFL. You got you got NBA. You got college basketball. You got everything going on right now. Hockey's going on. I mean, you know, there's the fights. Like, there's a lot happening. But the World Cup kept its groove and stayed in the mix. It's the messy, messy effect too, because that was a name that everyone could s seemingly know. What's that, Messi? Yeah. And and the thing, Messi, this this is I call it the Messi World Cup, because he had like he had like five potential storylines for him to win this championship that have been beautiful. Each mm -hmm. one of them was their own thing. He need, he kind of needed Brazil to beat Croatia because then he could have beat those are his arch nemesis. He needed that kind of because that'll be kind of the barbershop talk in in South America. It's like well, you didn't knock off Brazil to go to the final. Even uh, though that doesn't mean anything, but that'll be a thing of saying that because in the Copa America, he never beat Brazil until recently. Okay, so but he's done it. He's he done did it. it. He did do it, but it was like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't, not, you didn't knock off the. Even though it makes no sense, I can see the Brazilian fans using that as their uh, 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 cup holder for. Well, that. Brazil. It came out today. Brazil still number one team in the world. <laughs> They're still ranked number one. I was just like, damn. All right, no they respect. How they did you win the World Cup, but then you aren't the best team in the world by standings the very next day? They have six all-star teams. Jesus Christ. The people that didn't get invited would make other people squads. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they're what America used to be in basketball. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> used to be. We'll yes. talk about that when that comes around. But, um, but yeah, it, it, made, it, it, it definitely ramped up. So, I mean, let's talk about the game. Like – Yo, the game was nuts. Like, I, I mean, and the thing about it is, is that for a second, I was like, oh, no, nah, Messi, are they about to trick this off? Like, they were in control of that thing. I mean, did Messi score the first or the second goal? He could have scored the first goal. So, I mean, exactly. Like, this, this is the type of game that if you said that I'm going to write a script for a championship game, for like a career-defining championship game, this is everything happened. You're going up against – the younger superstar. Yep. You're the guy that this is the last one. He had already said, this is it. Like, this is the last one that he was doing. And, you know, so, I mean, he's going up for it. This is the chance. They get through. Argentina gets through. They jump out big. They jump out two goals. I was like, two goals? This is, it's this is big. 
France didn't score until what the 75 minute mark? 65th, 65th. 65. So like yeah, 65, and it was going and then, 68, then 67. <laughs> and, yeah, and then it picked up. First of all, if Bobby let that howitzer go on old boy, I was like, dog, there's no way I'm trying to block that. You got me messed up if you think hey, I'm gonna he, jump in front of that. Do you saw he blocked part of his hand bit like his hand had to be almost broke? Yeah, bent back this way and went with the ball. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, it was bent back. It was like when you hit your rims on the curb. I was like, damn, <laughs> the hell? You just sit there on the laces. Like that is like a perfect shot for people that may not know know into it. Like he caught it. I mean, you can't kick it no more perfectly with most power. I mean, yeah. he loaded that thing up, man. I mean, that was like with them old Brett Favre passes that you just lasering <laughs> in on cats and snapping cats' fingers. They can't even wear their championship ring. But they get that. They And then, you know, so they jump out too. It felt like they was in control. I mean, and, and, and also, man, shout out to both uh, goalkeepers, though, because they was doing yeah. some – they was putting some work in out yeah, there. Keep that thing yeah, they both killed it. They both so, killed it. They were everywhere on the, on the pitch. So, like, they got that. For you, did you feel like at any point, like, the bag was getting ready to get fumbled off? Oh, it was, it, 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 it was two points that almost got fumbled off. The first time was, and this, there was a yellow card in the box that was a penalty, but it ended up being an offsides. That was going to be a penalty shot for Mbappe to get his first hat trick in regular time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a yellow card, so it, the only reason it got called back is because it was offsides. That was going to be game. And that was at like the 89th minute. That was yeah. going to be the worst. If Mbappe would have pulled off a hat trick with, what, 25 minutes left in the game and he got three goals in 25 minutes, dog, that would have been like. No, that one was in the 89th minute. That penalty was like the 89th minute. Well, but it's saying but from the time he got oh, his goal. Minutes. Yeah, I'm just talking yeah. about like he scored at 65 minutes in. Yeah. If he would have done that. That would have been like Randy Moss on Thanksgiving. <laughs> three catches, 148 yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> like, like it would have been, it would have been incredible. And here's the thing: there's still nothing left on the table with that game, though. Because I mean, obviously, you go through that. They go to now. One thing I'm gonna tell you right now, and we talked about this this morning on uh, on Hot Take Central on 590 here in St. Louis. We were really confused about what the what the rules were for overtime. Like what was oh. supposed to happen? Because when Messi came back and scored again later, we were like, "Oh, sudden death!" I was like, "Oh no, it's no, still they time." They out. They used to be called the Golden Goal. They took that out around two thousand two, where that's, it was like sudden death. That's whack as hell. I want the Golden Goal back now. No, if you're talking about like upsets, it made a lot of cats lose some money. That's why it was like, "Oh no, let's play the whole thirty minutes." I mean, oh. far be it from FIFA to 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 not be in on the take for some things like that too, but. <laughs> Anyway, so, like, it got in that point. I was like, oh, it's over. I was like, oh, no, they got to keep going. Mm -hmm. And it got the shootout. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. So they brought I out. I thought is going to lose. They, yeah. It was very clear to me that that, that that thing. There were a couple things that revealed themselves to me. First of all, there was 10 brothers on, on the pitch, 11 brothers on the pitch, or 10. ten. Only, the keeper's the only Keeper one. The was the only one. It was 10 brothers on the pitch. He gets hurt. So it's like he couldn't get him out. So you might as well say he was all black. I was looking, I was like, yo, am I in the wrong for rooting for Argentina? Yes. <laughs> so, was, so, now, there's a lot of racism with Argentina as well. So that's why I kind of don't really mess with Argentina. 
I mean, they're basically old Europe in 1950. Just a whole bunch of the, all those guys look like they did not look like they're South American. None of them do, do almost. No. All of them look like they literally came straight from Spain, dropped them off there in Argentina in 1950. Hey, that's one thing about I'm going to come back to this. I'm going to throw it out there. There's one thing about the World Cup where I was looking around and I was just like, there's a whole lot of dudes in here look like their name would be Jalen if they was born in America. But I'll come back to that. <laughs> when Mbappe kicked it off in overtime, I was just like sitting there. I was like, man, this dude got to jump in front of this ball again. Like he came with so much force on that thing. I was like, he could have kicked that through his chest. That, that, that ball was going into the net no matter what happened. But then you have that, and then the next up, you got Messi up there, and he looked like he was on the phone, and he kicked the joint in. Like, <laughs> you see all that power, and then Messi just comes up there. He just strolled up to the front like he the Mac of the year, and then just, boop, I got that. Don't worry. I do this. Yeah, like, he, it, was, it was an awesome, awesome game. Like, if it, if even people – I know a lot, a lot of our listeners don't watch it. Maybe but I wouldn't put you just to watch that game. Mm-hmm. If you can't get hype from that game – you, I mean, it, it's a lot of action going on. It's not, and it was intense. Like it was intense the whole time. It was a sir. It was a vibe, man. I mean, like it was. I, I, I was standing up like the last twenty minutes of the game, just in my house, just standing up, walking back and forth, getting amped at the uh, at, at the TV because it was just so crazy. Like when I say this, I don't have. I mean, my favorite players all play for Arsenal, but like I like Mbappe. You know, mm-hmm. obviously for reasons. I mean, he's the, right. best brother, he's the best brother on earth at his sport. Like that's 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 a that's an easy sell for me. You know, what I'm saying we ain't really pushing it. It ain't like the NBA where I've got you know a hundred brothers to choose from. Like when I see what Mbappe got, I'm like, hey, it's Mbappe and soccer for me. And he uh, kicks with uh um old boy um Attica Pupo from uh Giannis. That's his boy. Oh yeah, I mean they look like the same person, so it makes sense. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Too. You just they look that. like the exact same person. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, Kylian Mbappe, and Brandon Gregory are all the same person. So uh, anyway, keep it going. Shout out to BG. Uh, but <laughs> yo, like Messi beat the game. Like he he beat the game on All Madden. Like he's done now. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to do. He did what the drug dealer wants to do when he uh, when he get to get out the game. Like you know that last drug deal. So they, uh, what, that's kind of contemptuous. Like you, the police shooting at you, like you just got to get out of there. Like the end of Superfly. He was so a couple of questions around it though. Messi Ronaldo debate is over now. Yeah, that would have been. I think that's your. That was that would have been the coup de grace final for him. Oh, he yeah. He could have got all them stone if he could have got rolled all those stones over at one time. Got Brazil again. Got Ronaldo in the final. That would have been the best story in soccer history like that storyline and you lose the first game to saudi arabia and then you go on a run beating brazil you beat ronaldo in the final yeah that yeah that that would have been that would have been bananas but they couldn't they couldn't let it i would know the fix was in if they had all those all those ducks in a row for messi the fix was 100 <laughs> yeah I, I i mean at that point he anybody was doing that uh the, the buffalo wild wings at that point that's what he's like all fifa's doing making them calls to the field yeah we um so i mean like it it, it was it was crazy to see how it happened it's wild to me that mbappe's already got one world cup you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying he's back already he does have a champions league exactly so like that's the thing like everybody's working on figuring it out where what you know while the pieces have come together but i mean he's off to like such a crazy start 
to his career, if you will, you know. But with this World Cup, you know, kind of rounding this up, this World Cup, how well it went, how much, how much engagement it got from, you know, here in the here in the uh, states. What does this do for soccer in the American nomenclature? Um, I think it'll increase. It's increase. It'll increase bit by bit, um, as it has been over the last time period. The biggest issue and the biggest thing, and I hope the U.S. Soccer Federation was watching that France team, is y'all need to put some more money into the hood programs of some of these black kids. Y'all need to have the RBI League and all those kind of things that other sports do to have them in inner city communities. Because everybody ain't going pro in basketball. Everybody ain't going pro in football. Everybody ain't going pro in baseball that come from those areas. But they all athletes are still there. Those if those if there's 10 kids on the basketball team on uh I'm gonna throw out there Cardinal Ritter's team, them bottom two cats still may have some footwork on them mm-hmm. and can be if put in the right position, it's the right situation, they can make some moves. All right. I mean, you know what I mean? Like about thinking about well, hey, there it is. Get that get that info to Ryan Johnson. So let him know, let him know to get it. Get <laughs> the last two players need to go play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a but yo I, I think it remains such an accessible sport for you know as far as from a skill set standpoint from a physical build standpoint like I just think that there's so much it's got so much untapped potential in the states simply because it just hasn't got the same thing that happens in damn near every sport when a bunch of brothers start playing it the scales start tilting and that just is what it is so you know I think that both hockey I think both hockey and Soccer got something left on the table as far as engagement with getting more and more yeah. uh, black yeah, people involved. Interesting, man. I mean, that France team, I, and I think they put the world on notice as well on the locals. If you go and look in some of the soccer threads and digest, people saw that it was all brothers on that front. It wasn't just like us, just you know, because we're partly you know we pro black as hell in our sports. Other people noticed as well. Like, wow, they really put all them athletes out there. And keep in mind the. Uh, their manager was showing up acting like Pat Riley. He he was like, "You can come out, you can come out, you can come out." <laughs> All my fast brothers, I got on this bench that that nobody wanted to see them play during the regular part because maybe you know because they had nomenclature and they were a part of the France squad coming up. I need my boys that I really do like to run out here. That's gonna be to my future because all of them cats is under twenty five too. That's the yeah. All of them under twenty five. That's his next squad. He like. All right, you think we ain't gonna? These are the same guys gonna be back at twenty six years old. Yeah, France isn't going nowhere. So I mean, you're gonna have to deal with that. Argentina, I mean, Argentina, Messi being out the mix. I'm not. I'm not making that up. I'm hundred percent sure Messi said this was it for him. Yeah, but I can see Messi trying to do some. What's Messi gonna be next time? He's gonna be 22. what? Whew. I mean, it can be done. I mean, at this point, though, I don't know, man. He, now, if he, he goes play MLS, now if he goes play MLS, I think he'll he, he's, he's gonna do it. Now, I, that's going to be – that was the next thing I was going to say. What What now? MLS. So, Messi, Messi by 2024 is in the MLS? Yes, sir. For uh, Inter-Miami? And I think the Inter-Miami stuff for us sports fans that watch TV and her like, oh, Messi come Inter-Miami, that upped it more for people to even go watch this, this final. Like, okay, I've heard of Messi. Let me see if he's going to be coming to the States maybe. Yeah, yeah. That hey man, the perfect script to get that. Re- if he wants that bag, bag, he come to MLS right after all this. Yeah, hey, yes, absolutely. I mean, what would that contract look like? I mean, the contract to play soccer would just be what it is. But you know what type of endorsements 
he would be cashing in at. And it's hard for Messi to make much more money. He's not <laughs> act like this dude is on like the upswing. Like, and he's not, a, and he's not a Ronaldo where he's like out for the bag. And he's not the type of dude that's like really out for the bag like that, where he's like putting that as the forefront. Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo is that guy. Ronaldo is yeah. definitely that guy. There's like there's Messi fans. It's like a type of person, and there's Ronaldo fans that are like a type of person, and it's everybody knows it. Like Ronaldo is like the dude that wait to get to dinner a little later so everybody can see his fit. But, hold on, and sitting in the car waiting to see it, watch everybody else walk in. Before yeah, he like he's been there. Like you see Ronaldo, he outside on the phone. <laughs> he's been on the phone for an hour. Who are you talking to? I don't know, man. You know how he be. Meanwhile, Messi in the house. He in the kitchen. He helping out. Like he, he yep. in there. He chilling. He, he voted people like that. Yeah, and before, um, I know we're going on our next topic, but make, make sure y'all tune in to Just Tick Kicking It this week. I will be breaking down how FIFA – uh, set up Ronaldo because he became he became public enemy number one, and they, their original plan for the Ronaldo Messi was foiled by Ronaldo himself. <laughs> Messi's, I mean, Ronaldo's having an interesting year. I'll just leave it with that. He's yeah. having a he's had a real wild last two years. Hey, is Mbappe gonna stay with uh, stay with uh, PSG? Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, it makes no sense for him to be a PSG. To be honest, which I know PSG fans don't like to hear that. It makes no sense for him to be there. And for everybody to say that's Paris Saint Germain over yeah. there, that's that's it's that's like a team. It's like Gonzaga being in the WCC. There's no point in them being in that, like you staying in that conference because you can't, you're not getting any good competition anywhere else. All the big games are on everybody else's in everybody else's league. It's like Bayern. Well, Bayern at least they have more fan base locally that supports them. PSG are front row, a front runner because it's Paris. You got so you got to think the type of people that go see the PSG games, or Ronaldo type people. And I'm just keeping it real. He should have played there then. He should have played for um Real Madrid originally. That's where he signed. He was going to sign for them originally. Wow. Well, all right, man. Well, hey, this was an awesome event. It's going to be tough, man, for anything to pass up. You know how that cup played out. I mean, I think it helped that America stayed engaged the way that it did too. Um, you know, I know no delusions that America is going to make a push for the title, but it was important that America played and showed well. America's got some optimism. America's best days are still ahead too. I mean, mm -hmm. so, you know, I, I truly, the big thing I look at is to say next time around for the U.S. team, does the U.S. team have enough for what it makes to win at least one game in, in the elimination round? It's Elite Eight. I would say it's the Elite Eight is your, is your banner situation with it is the lead eight and how many teams are being added next time oh they're adding eight more it's gonna be tougher because that's it here's yeah. the thing about this world cup you had countries that weren't even in it that, that should have been in. yeah like norway would in with holland like italy wasn't in the joint no nah. like and italy was the is the european champion exactly <laughs> exactly like that would like be having like a world hockey tournament and not having russia in it like yo that's all they can fucking play over there is is, is hockey like it is what it is, but all right, man. So, uh, which direction we want to go next, man? We want to go Tristan, or we want to go Andre Carter? Let's go Andre Carter, man. Let's go. Andre all right, Carter. man. We we'll, we'll sandwich it. We'll make Tristan be last because it's just a. I got, I got yeah. things to say about that. Um, Andre um, Carter is an interesting story because the U.S. government really knows how to fuck up their marketing. Possibly. Here's my they, thing. Let me explain the situation. I need to explain. Yeah, the situation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Andre Carter. Is going to be a first round pick linebacker for the U.S. Uh, Army Academy. I mean, U.S. Mm -hmm. Army 
team. Who hasn't had a first round pick since I think like 1946 or something like that. Is it, Rod- is it Roger Staubach? I think Roger Staubach's the, la- the last. Se- no, he's not the last one. Army. He's the last service academy person to go to first round. So that's over all the. Yeah. <laughs> every one of them. Every one of them. Air Force, all of them. Yeah, he's Navy. He's a Navy yeah. guy. But, you know, so things got tricky for him, though, for Carter, because, yeah, he's absolutely, he's, you know, he's like a back end of the first round guy, you know, and everything was looking good. Um, first round pick, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. But now the National Defense Author- uh, Authorization Act, which passed in the House last week, and then it got through Senate. So now, you know, it's headed to the White House now. It changes the policy that allows athletes that are from Army, Navy, or Air Force to turn pro immediately without having to serve active duty first. So dude was all set up. He was like, I'm good. I'm about to be out here. It ain't like how it used to be. Because if you remember, David Robinson uh, was David Robinson was drafted in 1987, but didn't make it to the league until 89 because he had to go do his, his service. Years. He was working in a submarine. <laughs> right. You know, seven one in a submarine. Like, you know, so like David Robinson is another one of them guys where you lost a couple of years from what you could have got from him because he was having to do his, his commitment. Now, people have been back and forth about this. This is one of the most discussed topics in the SOLC Sports and uh, Culture Group. If you hadn't subscribed to that yet, join that. It's going up over there as well. Um, about the merits of this and about having have, about whether it's fair or whether it's the right thing or not. Um, this is also something that was changed. It was a Trump era in, in induction that was going to repeal this back to where that wouldn't have had to have been the case. But, you know, now with this new act coming in, it's going to make it that he has to uh, that he has to stay in. And it is uh, it's tough, but people go both ways. So what are your thoughts about this? Is this him? Is this him getting, you know, you getting what you signed up for by playing at the academy? Or should there be, you know, it it, it should something be worked out here for exceptional situations like this? Yeah, he's a first round pick. You figure you use that. You like. You need to you need to use him a Catholic, like Captain America going to do all that's his serving his time is going to do like promotional stuff with kids doing kissing babies that can be his time in the summer and so, serving his time in the summer. My thing about it is, is that you know the military is all you know hey one size fits all things like that like that's the way it is for it. But also I can remember the NFL uh, you know really putting the rocket on the back of Pat Tillman after he died like. <laughs> Somewhere, Pat Tillman died, and then he became Captain America. Like they, they, he is everything. Statues, waving the flag, the whole thing. He's he's the guy. You know, you even had a um, couple of other servicemen that played. Uh, uh, what was his name to play for the Chiefs? Um, uh, oh God, he's uh, was um, uh, a, a offensive lineman, I believe, was in was in the service not too long ago. His name escapes me, but it's um. To me, it's strange because I'm 100% sure that there's somebody in the NFL that has the phone number to the Oval Office. Call me crazy. I feel like there's somebody who can get in contact and say, hey, man, what can we do about this? Oh, it's got to be somebody in there. Like, like, what do we need to do about this? Like, I get it. What's the line between, you know, saying your your staunch military people are going to be like, you made the commitment. You got to do it. You got to see it through. Otherwise, it's, you know. You ain't really dedicated to it. Let him do the summers. I mean, man, like, just, like you know, he could work the summers, and but use him as you would have used athletes when they got supposed to get drafted back in the day. Have them doing USO tours. Have a them, young uh, black, uh, light skinned brother 
Man, you would put him out there and make him be be uh be all things to everybody. Captain America, suit it's him real. up. It's because this, what this will do is, and I know the army coaches got to be like, don't please don't do this to me because I'm trying to recruit. Please don't because this is going to get not have anybody want to come play for my play for army. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I mean it ain't like it's exactly the world's most desirable location as is the. The under bowl, I think, was the score this year like ten to three for the Army Army Navy game. Like they're running out of points to not score. Like that game's gonna be like two to nothing. In a and it was two option offenses going against each other. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord, no. So I don't know, man. I want dude to get his shot personally. I mean, yeah, you know, let him get his shot. Um, it, and, it is and, what it is. I, I would rather him get his shot than not. Well, yeah, he, can, he can serve his time. Like, let, I mean, there's things the Army could use. I'd have him in commercials. You want to be like Andre and have him going through the hole, you know what I'm saying? And then like have him come out the hole in his in his army outfit. What you was that? Uh, like the I have him come out like War Machine, like when he like when Iron Man Two when he dropped down and they put that that fresh coat of paint on him. Oh, I have him out there. His his uniform would be different. Like oh, you see where Carter at? He dressed up. He got the whole thing on. Like you put the rocket on his back, man. Literally make him be the man. I don't know. I. I Obviously, it's a bigger play. I'm interested to see what senator or what you know person inserted that piece into the bill that's getting signed and make that be the case. That's a uh, interesting. What was the original? So, the, what is the original? Is that was that the whole bill? That no, that, you know, every bill is packed in together. We have to we have to have the political advisor for the uh, for the yeah. network step in. I think I think that I think that uh, Tim shout out to Tim out in DC was explaining some piece of it in the uh, in the chat. I'd have to go back and look at it. Like what now all Biden that. is a G now. He'll hold it on his desk until the spring to after the draft. After the draft, man, Biden gonna sign everything he can as soon as he can. He ain't even messing around. That's true. With it, he, he ain't, Obama, he, he could do. Obama would do that. Yeah, yeah. That's, Biden would have made him do it if he was still if he was still rocking with Obama like that. Well, back when they was in office together, he'd been like, "Man, yeah. forget that bill. Just we'll get it through again. <laughs> ain't worried about it. it. I'll go down there myself." And get it. He ain't gonna be able to get nothing. He'll be able to get stuff through now since Walnut got in. I'm about to say Kamala ain't never gonna come back in that building again in her life. She probably done with that. Hey, Kamala going back to going back to uh to be a DA. I was happy to see her, man. I really was concerned that we had lost her for a little bit there. I just hadn't seen her in a couple months, a couple years. So all right, man. So I'm gonna throw it at you, man. Uh Tristan Thompson, what's the word? <sighs> Oh shoot! Uh, hold on, we got a comment here. Um, a man XM Love, he says Andre should have never gone to the army in the first place. <laughs> that's a way to avoid it. <laughs> Shout out to you, XM. <laughs> I'm sure that's I, I'm sure that that that's a uh, uh, the sentiment a lot of people are, uh, are saying in the barbershop. Like they shouldn't have went to the army in the first place. I mean, I guess that when you when you hear that, that, that falls underneath the. Uh... The, the the way you'll sound unpatriotic or un-American if you say it, be like, hey, you play messed up games, you get messed up prizes. <laughs> and, and, we, and we go to Tristan Thompson's the, the same. That's my sentiment for Tristan Thompson. <laughs> and what is he? He's paying nine to ten thousand in child support. Is the word? Yeah, just round it up. Let's round it up to a to a smooth ten. He's he's got ten thousand dollars child support payment. But run it back. Just talk about how we got here with Tristan again. So Tristan Thompson has. Um, he just deliberately throws his dick on the crap table at any time. He that without any remorse, no, you know, planning up to it. Um, so he has a child with his first girlfriend. Fine, gets with Chloe, has a child with her. Then 
He gets caught cheating multiple times on tape, video, telegraph, email. I mean, every recording device that was sewn to man, he's been multiply caught out with. Then he gets caught with a trainer in Texas randomly that he trains with or just met, don't know, has a baby with her. Then does the old, that ain't my baby <laughs> uh, sentiment. I, let, take that test. I know you mess with a whole bunch of dudes sentiment, which is never a good way, place to start with if, if you get uh, called by a woman saying that you're, she's pregnant with you. That's not your first move to say. Yeah, it's not. That's not the first one to pull, pull first card to pull out your deck. So then he, he he's then they, they say it's his kid. He's like, oh, dang, it's my kid. Well, I ain't got no money. That was his <laughs> next play. That's it. That's the second play not to do well is to say I'll have no money. I would also like to point out at this at this juncture of this analysis that during his uh, 13-year NBA career, Tristan Thompson earned uh, a reported $118 million. <laughs> but he said he's not making currently making any money. Boy, LeBron James, he's the best friend of all time. Like, LeBron James has to be the best friend ever. He's made more money for people – than anybody else I've ever uh, I've ever come across in my life. Now that's a question for you with this. What if we found out one day LeBron James was getting those big contracts, but they had to kick him back, kick back for how would you would, would you believe it? I mean, I'm hundred percent sure that's happening already. He's he owns a sports agency that signs contracts. I'll say like it's a direct kickback. Like, like to hey, me, this like the, you need to give me 20 of that. This feels like the uh this feels like the the, the Josh Conkey, Stan Conkey thing to me. Like <laughs> the hell you mean? The hell you mean he don't own the team? He just gave it to his kid. Like, he owns the team. He owns the team. Like, he's just like, it's yours now. I ain't got nothing else to say about it. So, like, if I put it to you this way, if Josh Kroenke decided he wanted to sell the Nuggets, Stan Kroenke ain't going to let that happen because it's his. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. Tristan, man, is he, is Tristan Thompson the Canadian future? No, Future's got more swag than that. But Future is a menace. Future is a deity. Future's not a menace, though. He's just a, a klutz. Anybody that keeps getting continuously caught out on tape, video, you know, all kind of different things. So he got caught with the with Jordan Woods and some of the party on tape. Got caught at the Soho house where everybody goes to hang out in New York that has money. So you know that people, you don't bring a woman there. With you, you make me talk to the women beach. there. Sand you don't the bring beach. a woman there, so you just do dumb stuff. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, Future. Yeah, don't I, I take that. that back. Yeah, no, Future is a uh, uh, is a menace. Future is like Thanos, though. He's inevitable. Like you gotta the the best is yet to come from Future. Still, yeah. We oh we this this is just I think we got a whole other chapter of Future that we're gonna be looking forward to. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a whole thing. So, I mean, hey, man. At least technically speaking, Chloe's not still rocking with dude. I don't know, man. I stay. I do. I, I work pretty hard to stay out of that part of pop culture, mm -hmm. the, the Kardashian verse. I, I work pretty hard to stay out of it. But when I hear about things like this, I'm just like, what's going on over there? Like, is this is this a normal? Like on the, the sliding scale of craziness in that in that universe, is this like a normal thing that happens or, or what? I see Devin Booker got out of it. And he scored 58 points last night. 
So you, you get your, you get you get your freedom. You get away from there. You go ahead and you do a couple of things. Now you might go win that title. Now, oh, you think he can win a title? Devin Booker, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Got the, got the Kardashians one. Yeah, I mean, he just had to get it. He had to get it out the way. He, he had to make it happen. Oh, I agree with you, XM. I absolutely do. <laughs> I'm putting it up for everybody else. Tristan is a buttercup dude, future a boss. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I was just trying to look for an equivalent. Like, Canada. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said, let's hope so. <laughs> who's, the, who's the biggest? I think that's Tim. Is that Tim? Yeah, I think that's Tim. Tim. <laughs> Tim, explain this bill to us. Help us out with Andre Carter. Hey, Tim, can you, uh, on. Hey, jump on. you can jump on, man, and join us, man. If uh, I'll send you the link, Tim. If uh, you could explain this to us, yeah, I need to understand this bill because I don't understand. I think I, I don't know how this just became a thing just right now. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I absolutely agree. I I hold future in the utmost utmost level of street demons there are. Like future is one of the most dangerous people alive, and I love it. It's, it's fantastic. Um, I just shot it to Tim, so let's see if he can jump on in here and explain this to his layman folks. All right, man. So in the meantime, I actually I got something that I need for you to do for me because I need to discuss this here. Can you pull up the, the RG3 uh, comment video? Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Because I I, ha I got thoughts. Hold on. Let me let me get this set up real quick. Because I also RG3 put me in a bad situation with this with him making these comments uh, and, and then the way that it all went down. Hold up, I'm pulling up now. Explain it. To, I just want to you just want to play it for people so they can just automatically get. Yeah, I just want I want for people. If you haven't seen RG three, was doing some pregame analysis and he had something that he had to say uh, that he chose violence in a way that he just shouldn't have. I didn't like where it came from from him. And I'm sorry that you haven't put this into your search engine to find this uh to find this video. <laughs> Hold up, I'm pulling it up now for everybody. <clears throat> and we're going to share the screen here. And for everybody that is not watching, you'll be able to hear it, all the people that uh, hear it. Oh. Here we this go. Great, this is great and TV, great audio. Is in here is populated for you. All right. He's on my TV right now. He's on the pregame for Monday Night Football right now. And I just looked at him and he got on like one of them Russian babushka hats or whatever it is. <laughs> oh Lord. Hey man. What was that hotel bad you had on the side of the screen there? No, that was that was TMZ. I know, man. They targeted adding you that stuff though, man. They know what you was really going oh, on. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> they retargeted me. <laughs> yeah. They trying, they say we got an opportunity to turn this brother all the way around. We're gonna keep on keeping it up in his face. So, Did no, it play? so yeah, you just it is played. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, everybody else okay. saw it. <laughs> All right, cool, 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 cool. Hey, man, what the hell is wrong with that dude, man? You don't use that word. He put it, see, 
this is how this is how things went wrong with woke. But they know better than to start than to start using that one. That one is known well enough in the nomenclature that if I'm walking around, even if I hear two white people call somebody soccer, use jigaboo in a sentence, I'm stopping like what? Because I'm just gonna assume that you're talking about me by saying it in my general vicinity. Like what? What other way could it could it be? There's no way. Even the way he used it, I thought. Here's my thing. I thought that I was just like, whoa, hold up, man. Like you, you don't call no other brothers. Like I had to start doing some some research. I was like, hey, man, is RG three still in a in a in a, uh, in a in a biracial relationship? Like, do RG three be using these words? Should we be allowing RG three? To, uh, to to speak like this, I don't know if this brother is 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 got the clearance to be able to pull that off. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it any other way, but RG three, it was interesting that he said that. If anybody, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the whole a, point. That's just it was just weird. Oh snap! All right, hold on. RG three. Didn't he get called a cornball before, too? He was the last person to be able to use these words. Thank we you. Just said, shout out to Rob Parker. That's who it was. Uh, I like to attribute that. And what's funny is he kind of was right. He just shouldn't been able to say it on TV. <laughs> I've always wondered what stuff Rob Parker was correct in his assessment. I mean, there's some people that if they said that on TV, I'd be like, damn, bro. And be like, I, I would be set back. But here's the problem. What it does is, then it started getting covered, and it was getting covered by other people. I'm like, hey, stop saying that, man, and stop replaying it, <laughs> which I feel like y'all trying to get away from it. Like when a little kid get a chance to curse, and they get to see how far they could go, that's what it was when they was, RG3 called somebody a jigaboo. I was like, hey, man, I don't ever need to hear you say that word again. I, I'm just trying, like, it's just certain words that I think that, like, how they in your lexicon already. So he must, because it's like me coming out and saying the word like super califragilistic. If I don't use that all the time, it's not my my, my normal talking lexicon. Yeah. Yeah. So he must use that at some point. It's like that, it's like that video of when Roman Reigns uh called Seth Rollins the the the, the N-word. I was like, Roman did that. He he let it slide like I let it slide. Roman be saying that in real in real life, but isn't he isn't he uh part black? No, he's all Samoan. Okay, okay. And you know, I've been a person for a long time that's had a thing like, hey, we letting some other people of color use some words they ain't supposed to use. Yeah, we got we need to put a uh, line in the sand at some point here. Like, we'll, like who who can and who can't? I would say nobody else except for us can use in in genre lingo. People are gonna make the the what about music. Ain't nobody rapping using Jigaboo in in no rap song. If you use that, you on some straight Kentucky Fried racism talking like that. Kentucky Fried racism. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that from us. I feel like that's a piece of our own past that we need to let uh, that we need to let go from this point on. Yeah, if, if we if we wonder, do you we do we think that? I mean, RG three is going to be okay for this, right? Yeah, he's fine. They don't care. He said yeah. something about black people. He ain't getting in trouble for that. We do something. I feel like we're not doing enough, though. We need to be saying more about this. But we've been too distracted looking at Deion Sanders and trying to figure out a way to say if he jumped over the fence or not. Yeah. And, it, I mean, and we can transition into that. He slid that in right in between Deion and Brittany Griner. 
and thought that wasn't nobody going to get it. Shout out to Dre Witt. Dre Witt made sure it landed on my desk, and I appreciate that. I feel like it's my responsibility, if nothing else, it's our responsibility here at SOLC to make sure that things like that don't go unnoticed. We see you, we see you, Robert Griffin III. Do you think that there was a section of people that were happy that ended up being the white tight end and dropped the touchdown pass as well? There was a – all right, so let's talk about this because I got a theory. <laughs> Somebody put a curse on Deion Sanders. Somebody had one of them little dolls, like from Tales from the Hood, <laughs> and, and, and put a curse on Deion Sanders. He is down in the South. Yeah, and I, I guarantee you somebody got riled up and said that he's, he's still in the culture and whatever else you want to say about him. And then the white guy drops the ball. Now, the video of Prime talking to the white guy was great. It yes. was great. Dion seems to be like the world's absolute greatest yeah, he, coach he, and he, motivator he, and connector of people, you know. But for it to go down that way, I can see a lot of people being like, well, if they're letting you down now, wait and see what they're going to do when you get up there. Like, Dion losing that game made some of y'all happy in a way y'all shouldn't have been. And y'all wrong for that. Y'all turn y'all back on that brother and you feel vindicated that he didn't get something done when it would have been better for the, for the W to go down the way it did. And look, and I, I I see I think it was hour by hour after that game, all the Jackson State players start jumping into the portal. It was like literally like a domino effect. Oh, cats are taking their jerseys off and just walking out the out the stadium. Like they wasn't even like taking anything with them. <laughs> like this, this leave, I'm just leaving everything here and like just leaving. There it. were frontier flights out of out of uh, Mississippi to go to uh, to go to Colorado like never before. <laughs> cats are hopping on that 15 buck Chuck and getting out and getting up out of there. One thing is, hey, that kid Hunter. Is the real deal though? Oh, he's nasty. He's gonna do that same stuff at Colorado next year. And, and he really didn't play wide receiver as much, just kind of selected the Dion and caught the last two touchdowns for them to get back in the game. Man, he's like Champ Bailey, like Deion Sanders, like just any of those guys that can go both sides, and then it just sound like just incredible. Like that dude's number two player in the country last year for a reason. And I think that he's gonna be all of that out west. He's gonna be the same guy, man. You're gonna hear a lot more about him this this year coming up so yeah let's him get the matchup with those receivers from oregon and washington and you know etc yeah, etc he's gonna be a menace man i don't i don't i don't worry about him uh i'm interested to see what happens with it uh you know colorado gonna be the blackest division one program now or what's gonna go on with that it's it's gonna be fascinating to see i mean yeah they i mean they're basically gonna be the ua how uab used to be in basketball back in uh, the 90s with uh hmm. when uh when uh, Anderson was the coach at UAB, mm-hmm. everybody, and this before braids was fully popular. Their whole team was full of people with braids in the <laughs> They all look like they just got out of jail. Uh, Mike the- Anderson was like, hey, can, you can who? When you get out. He, Mike Anderson's out there like Nick Nolte and Blue Chips. <laughs> hey, Mike Anderson was showing up people parole hearings. Like, right. he got a job already. I'm going to make sure he's okay. <laughs> Incredible, incredible. But not people, y- y'all did do do that man wrong, uh, Dion, cherishing his downfall. God. hey man, I'm 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 still I'm still on the Coach Prime train personally. I'm 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 rooting for him, man. Did dude putting messages out, man. I can tell he really is in it for for the right reasons the way I see it. So hey, more power to him. Yeah, I mean Colorado Colorado got a hell. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule now. They got a hell of a non-con to go into the season. Jesus, who they got? They play at TCU to start the season. Oh, that doesn't sound fun. 
Then at home against Nebraska, but Matt Rule's a new coach over there, so that's going to be a different kind that's of. That's going to be an interesting showdown between two guys that are getting settled in. Matt Rule will get Matt Rule will get Nebraska together. He's a yeah, good I believe coach. so too. He ain't a pro coach. He, he's uh, good. Then they got their rivalry game with Colorado State right after that mm-hmm. to start the season. Yeah, this will be interesting to see, but I think Prime that's going to be a push. Um, hey, real quick before we shut things down here, man. Yeah. Again, thanks for everybody to join, man. It's always love. We like to do these live shows, man, because it gets y'all in the mix, gives y'all opportunity to throw things out there. If you got anything you're thinking about that you want for us to weigh in on, a couple minutes left, throw it out there. I'm more than happy to jump into anything that might have moved you over the last couple of days as well. Um, it seems like it's a special kind of pain to be a Dallas Cowboys fan. I was just going to say something about that. <laughs> like yesterday, in my mind, might have been the wackiest NFL day I've ever seen in my life. First of all, did you see how that Patriots-Raiders game ended? Yes, uh, Patriots Raiders. Yes, and, when he and I tried to throw that lateral all the way back across the field. And here's the thing: uh, uh, <laughs> Mac Jones might have caught the most aggressive stray I've ever seen anybody catch in my life. When when they when Chandler Jones got that ball and did just said, "I'm just taking aim at this dude." Like the worst thing on earth I can imagine is is that you get a, a regular video made of somebody putting their hand on top of your head and throwing your face into the ground. Like that was a thousand percent struggle. I couldn't believe that game finished that way. The 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 Cowboys. Uh, I, I see that. We'll get that question there. The Cowboys uh, up three with like a minute left against Trevor Lawrence of all people who just begs to give the ball away to you. Like, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Is so the most- he did give it away at the end of the game and <laughs> at the end of the game too. And it wasn't enough. And it still wasn't enough. And then. Dak throws the ball, dude rolls off on his back, it pops up in the air, and they run in to score a touchdown in the game. It takes a certain level of struggle to be a Dallas Cowboys fan that I just can't imagine possessing. But it's also, but and it's the reason that we dislike them is that doggone trade for Herschel Walker we talked about last week that made this whole thing happen. Yeah, you gotta blame Tom Landry and Jimmy Jones, Jimmy Johnson, and all of them. Jimmy Johnson made him good, Tom Landry made the move. It's it's wild. Oh, my God. Manning cast coming up tonight. George Kittle, Ray Lewis, DeMarcus Ware, and Lil Wayne on the Manning cast tonight. That's uh, an interesting group of people. I'll be all right. That's like that picture of The Undertaker, Dr. J, uh, Lisa <laughs> Leslie. Kevin I don't, I don't think that's still don't think that's real. So we had a comment, a question. Does Brittany Griner play again? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we talked about it last week. She's got to play because, they, like, they almost said that had to be a part of the trade. Like, yeah, if we get you back, you got to play because we're gonna need to benefit something off of you for these sports. Yeah, Brittany definitely plays. I mean, I think she's gonna get, she's gonna be paid, paid here coming back over as soon as she gets her feet underneath her and gets going. Oh, we got Tim jumping in here, man. So we got bonus time, man. All we right, we bonus to... time. All right, man. <laughs> All right, man. So this is the legal. This is the political advisor to SOLC right here. We had to get him in the mix. First one. My technical understand. difficulties already. No. Sound ain't on. We heard you. We can hear you. Can you hear us? Did Joe Biden take the sound out of your out of your computer? It's <laughs> <laughs> part of that bill too. <laughs> Damn, Joe. <laughs> Chief Justice put a halt on letting you get sound on your computer. <laughs> oh, uh, try, try, try with your headphones. 
while Tim's figuring out the sound and explaining to us what's going on, this other thing I was talking about is uh is uh Frank Gore Jr. 346 yards or something crazy like that, and then had enough time to stiff arm his his, his drunk auntie who looked just like him out of the picture. So that that's that's for real. That what that he ran for that many yards? Yeah, I mean, like he got that many for real. Yeah, he had three forty six. He set the bowl record or something in that game on on Friday. And it's Frank Gore Jr. Mm hmm. Who's who does he play for? Southern Miss. Wow. So we know that he. Wow. He. So the thing. Wow. He didn't go to Miami. That's an interesting thing in itself. Well, I don't know oh, if I go to Miami right now either. You still now? I hear y'all now, man. Okay. All right. Joe Biden. Joe Biden reinstated. Tim Sound, congratulations. Hey, uh, first of all, political advisor to SOLC right here. You know, we have several different dignitaries that keep us in the know of the things that we need to know. Um, so Andre Carter, man, um, we're trying to – I understand the gist of what the rule is about the movement and whatnot, but what is the bill? Like, what is the – how is this just coming up now that this is something that is being repealed that, as I understand it, was already in place um, underneath a previous uh, bill that had passed during the Trump administration. Yeah, this is one of those situations where every year, with uh, the money that goes to the to, to defense spending, there's there's a, there's a, there's always some financial bill that comes through, and they always try to add things on it, right? So they like they every year they add all this extra money because we're gonna spend all this money overseas. But in the midst of you have con uh, congressmen like uh, Gallagher or whatever. Um, the guy's name is that added amendment that he was trying to justify it was taking away slots from other well-deserving people. And so he put an amendment in there that prevented people from deferring their service. Right. And so this is a this is a financial bill that they needed to rush through to make sure we're funding our armies and everything we need to do. But they put this little amendment in there with probably a bunch of other amendments in there as well. Um, I haven't read the full the, the full amendment, but basically. The deferral that they could do, they can't do anymore because of something was that was attached to a spending bill. So this sounds like somebody from Navy who was tired of losing the army and said, "I right, we gonna show you," and took this brother out. I think he's a Marine, but he actually, when he referenced why he did it, he did reference he did reference Navy. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible, man. This is this is a whole this this is crazy. Why we got you here? Uh, I, I'm gonna ask you as well because we were just talking about this. Um, what two things? I'm gonna ask you two things to see how it impacted you. What did the World Cup championship? The, the, first of all, did you watch the championship game? Of course. Okay, I want to make sure before you go down the, down the thing. This morning I was talking to to Matt Holiday and I was talking to Jason Isenhouse and just before that on the show and I made the mistake of thinking that they played together, but one left the year before the other one. So in my mind, they were on the same team, but they weren't. So I'm just checking to make sure that the prerequisite of the question I'm about to ask you was met already. So one came and one left, one got here in 08, and the other one left in 07. That was what it was. But anyway, back to the point. What do you think is the big takeaway from the impact that this, that this World Cup had for you as a soccer fan looking at what, where do we go to now as Americans with the sport? I mean, if they want to make enough money, they got to stop being racist these next couple of years. Feeding their so team. that is a life lesson right there in general. Racism, <laughs> not good. All right. Just <laughs> put that out there in general. 
I mean, general, like if you look at the other countries, though, their most athletic players play soccer. <laughs> we price them out. I mean, I have my daughter in youth soccer now. Like their coaches, they're trying, they're actively trying. It's it's not as hard from a women's perspective to get to get black uh, girls to to play the sport, right? Because they because they're the best. But in America, the guys are terrible or been terrible, and then they make it expensive. So you know, they price us out. But so what do we have to do, however, though, to get the interest to be a place where people pursue it and make it be a thing? Because, for example, I think that's where baseball went wrong was is that the interest wasn't there anymore. So the participation fell by the wayside. I think our generation was the last generation that really was engaged with the sport at any real crossover. I'll go watch a game. I'll play, you know, through at least high school level. Yeah. So how do, we get really black kids, how do we get black kids playing soccer in high school? Or how do we get programs into high schools that have majority black populations that fuel in those um that fuel in those players? Yeah, it's gonna be hard with the like the specialization of sports, right? Like the way it's shifted to that with AAU and everything else. Ever since that happened, it, it's it's hard to do it. But the one thing that you can do is when they're doing a rec center near your house and they're doing it's kind of bring it back to government. When they're doing a rec center near your house and doing fields near your house, don't let those planners be like, "Oh, it's a bunch of black people that live over there." We that field, let's not put let's not put a soccer field over there, right? That's that's how they get you right away because there ain't no fields. Instead, they have field, field. it's the cheapest game to play. All you need is a ball. How is it the cheapest game to play, but it's the most expensive game to play in the U.S.? <laughs> like, like it makes no sense. Hey, Zlatan said that. <laughs> Soccer, hockey, baseball. Two of those sports require a lot more equipment than the other one. And one of them is the most expensive, more expensive than the other two. It's like whole, it's the whole foods theory. Why is it so expensive to eat to eat uh, well? <laughs> they make it more expensive to be healthy. They don't want your black ass to be here. <laughs> That's what it is. Here's the thing. We're going to talk about racism in sports and making it have to be a value. All you got to do is start proving that you're going to help them win. That's how we took basketball over. There's a lot of money in winning. So, I mean, that's just the whole thing. What we need is a Bill Russell of soccer in America. Who, who are the best players in the U.S. during during the tournament, the World Cup? Are we talking I about mean, if we're really first? thinking about it, like the best players. I mean, Who's that midfield? I mean, Wade. Anybody that knows Wade was definitely – he's the only one that really scored a goal, right? Yeah. But – if we're talking about why you win games, the midfield, they control the game. Three black players. You talk about that brother that was always kicking the ball 10 feet over the uh, net? It's my McKinney. <laughs> His shooting wasn't very good, but he was hurt. He was playing hurt too, though. He was playing hurt too. He came clean off of injury. Yeah. I love it, man. Lay it on the line for the country. That ain't always the easiest thing to do as a brother. So I respect it. I'm all I'm all about it. Um, what was the the, the second thing I, I had for you there? Oh, game, uh, what's that? The actual games. You asked about the actual mm-hmm. game. Yeah, like what what you what you what you what? First of all, where'd you watch it? And was your energy ramping up through it? I was looking crazy. I was down in down here in the basement, just walking back and forth like I was trying to. Work out or something. I watched it in another news house that had a bunch of people over for brunch, and uh, my baby's telling me good night. <laughs> <laughs> good night. <laughs> um, they came with us actually, but like we watched with a bunch of other soccer fans. Um, 
I mean, it was exactly what you want as a neutral, right? I, I didn't have any skin in the game. So you watch a game like that where the two titans of the, of the tournament are going back, literally themselves going back and forth. So I'm telling you, I, I, I said it earlier in the show, I was rooting for Messi. I wanted Messi to get his title. But then I started to realize that I was the black dude in the 80s that was rooting for the Celtics. I was basically. I said, this France team is like the Celtics. If we think about Argentina, his- I, Matt, what did I say earlier? I said it's Argentina's worst than the Red Sox. And I know that's what I'm saying. Like I was sitting there and I was just like, oh man, I want Messi to get this W, but man, this byproduct that got me got me maybe on the wrong side of this. And I went to watch it at the new um the new uh uh St. Louis Soccer Stadium. So it was a whole bunch of people there at the stadium and indoor set up for and it was only me and my boy that do just kicking it. We're like, we're the only brothers there, and we like running around. Like, you know how we would get ridiculous. And, and it's only for, everybody's running for Argentina but us. Like, we like go brothers, go. We literally everybody's just staring at us. And one little kid that keeps saying, Go France. And I'm talking about at least 200 people. So we we make it worse. Well, hey, I say you gonna have to get that together, man. We can't watch when soccer and, uh, and internationally, it's like going to a college football game. So you can't that like like it's tennis or golf, you can't be like that. No, 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 no. They was getting hyped when art. No, it was the fact that we were the only ones rooting for France. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, and it, and it, it became real obvious then why we were the only ones rooting for France. <laughs> it might have been obvious why they weren't rooting for them. Yeah, because Argentina is basically <laughs> Europe in 1940, <laughs> with the way their squad looks. Uh, I'm still happy Messi got him one. And all the autumn Giscapos uh, went to Argentina as well, but we don't want to talk about. Well, that. at least at least Harry Kane didn't get it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> front line. Hey, the Ronaldo Messi debate's over now, so it's done. It's <laughs> over. And that's what I that's that's what I was happy about. There's nothing else to talk about at this point. Now, all Tim, of those I little. This, I, I do have this question for you since we got you on. When did Ronaldo tune in? Like what? Like at what points did Ronaldo decide, or did he tune in at the beginning? Like what did he did he watch the whole game or only come in when they got back two two? Oh yeah, you know he was he was sitting he wasn't watching nothing and somebody texted him and told him that uh, Mbappe tied it up. He turned it <laughs> on. <laughs> That's what he so turned he, it. On. He came in in 60, 67 minutes. <laughs> Man, I think that like they need to have the Manning cast, but they need to like have people that got like hair in the game. That's like while it's being played. So, like you need to have somebody on there that don't want the other team to win. Like had like Shaq watching like the 2007 finals when Kobe was getting ready to win and have more rings than him. Like I need that camera on on people like that. That hate camera. That's what I need to have happen. Or you can just keep a still cam on Michael Jordan watching his Hornets. Like you could just like figure that out. Like the whole thing. Still, uh, Ronaldo, we appreciate Ronaldo. you, brother. We gonna get ready to wrap this thing up, man. Thank you for explaining you, uh, how, how the United States. Uh, 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 I'm gonna slide a little something in here, and I'll vote for it. Uh, process works in the uh, in, in the politics game. Good talking to you, man. See you, brother. All right, y'all. All right, man. So, hey, either we're probably going to get back to the Sunday slot. Yeah, we're back morning. to Sundays. We're back to Sundays. Kicking it off live before uh, – oh, wait, wait. It's Christmas this Sunday. I don't think we're going to do it this Sunday. Yeah, not this Sunday. And then y'all going to tune in anyway. So, on Christmas, even if we had time, y'all not going to tune in Yeah, Sunday. Maybe we'll, do, maybe we'll do another one next Monday and keep, yeah. it, keep it going, seeing what's popping. I'll uh, go through the pain of my uh, of my it, it just ridiculous level of gambling losses that have been happening over the last few weeks. Like it's just, it's just at this point, it's just insulting me as like a from a morale standpoint, the, the type of L's that I'm taking. But we're gonna get off the snide though, man.
So let folks know uh, where they can uh, they can contribute, where they can get things in. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you uh, all in the notes and on anywhere you're listening, watching us. Thank you for listening. Join the SLC Sports and Culture Group. Get in on those discussions. There's a lot, a lot of great talk going on over there. And uh, just stay locked in and subscribe to all the different shows we got on the network and just support them and show them love and t- test them, take them, check them out. Like we coming for you. You don't have to like wrestling to listen to or know anything. They're just funny guys. They're just crazy. As hell. They're just funny guys. You don't, even if you ain't watched them since the junkyard dog, you can just listen to them talk about something and it'll be funny to you. And it'll make you want to go look at, see, look up these people they're talking about. So just to give you an example, like one of the shows on the network, definitely go check them out as you as you as you jump on in. Yeah, so it's a uh, oh, and shout out, man, shout out, friend of the friend of the network, friend of the program, uh, Brandon Williams, man. Yeah, man, vice president of team business and event operations for the St. Louis Battlehawks, man. Yeah, yeah. I ran into, ran into B. Will at the uh, at the Power One Hundred last night, and you know he got a vision for what they're gonna do with that thing, man. Yeah, so, shout out to Stacy too from uh, on the music who got a. Uh, a Power 100 award last night. Shout out Absolutely. to her. Absolutely. Got to, got, to, got to check in with Stace, too, for a second, man. It was all love in there last night. So, but yeah, man, shout out to that. And uh, yeah, man, keep rocking with us. We got plenty more things coming. Check out all the programs that we got here on SOLC. Uh, I promise if it's uh, if it's worth hearing about, we got somebody that, that's that's covering it here, man. <laughs> exactly. And, some, and if we don't, let us know. Maybe we know somebody that we want to do it with. So. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, hey, yo, peace and love, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Till next time. Peace.